Tennessee Wildcast is live on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hey, hey everybody. Welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. I'm Jason Harmon and uh, pretty excited about today's show. We are at the Highland Sportsman's Club and you can hear the fire cracking in the background. That's pretty cool. Uh, a great location. We're in Hickson, Tennessee. Highland Sportsman's Club, and we appreciate them uh, having us here on this location, and and I've got some great guests with me today. It's going to be an awesome show. Uh, just to highlight, we got Mr. John Torchick. He's a hunter instructor for the for the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency, and he lives in the in the Region Three area. Works out of the Region Three here, and uh, and Mr. Keith Watson. He's also an instructor, and he's a member of the Sportsman's Club here at the uh, in Hickson. So uh, great to have them. And then right next to me is Mr. Matt Clary. He's uh, one of our hunter hunter ed instructor uh, coordinators, and and he's an officer and jack of all trades. That's so. right. <laughs> glad to have him and uh, glad to be in the, the Region 3 area. Normally you see Mimi standing here when we're in, when we're in her neck of the woods, but uh, Matt's filling in for her today. Yeah, a little bit taller and less less good looking, but we'll, yeah. we'll deal with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm having to deal with that, so yeah. uh, that's part of it. I anyway. Second, I second the motion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell this is going to be a great show. I uh, met these guys earlier today, and, and they're great, great folks, and and I've known Matt for a long time, so uh, it's going to be a fun show. And we're going to talk mainly about Hunter Ed today, but first I want to uh, get to know get to know these guys and uh, and start out right here with Matt. Matt has uh, been with the agency since, oh, I mean, since what, about 1999 or something like yep, that, right? exactly. Yeah, 99 started as an officer in Polk County. Um, interesting part of the world. It was a good training county and uh, had fun down there for a couple of years and then, and then ended up transferring to Roan County as an officer. And I heard down the down the road that uh, uh, Don Crawford, who was the hunter ed coordinator at the time, was was getting ready to transfer out to Nashville. So I was interested in the pro, in the uh, position. So put in for it and ended up getting it. And uh, with just just under four years of experience as an officer, so I've been in the in the hunter ed program um, ever since 2003. So I got a few years under my belt doing that. And, uh, also part of this job is the boating safety program. Mm -hmm. And then also, uh, a small part, but another important part of this, uh, position is also law enforcement training. So I get to help, uh, train our officers in the region as well as statewide. Gotcha. So how'd you get introduced in the outdoors? Did you grow up hunting and fishing or? Yeah, pretty much. My, my father was my mentor essentially, but, uh, but that's what we did. Uh, in the summertime, I was on my bike with my fishing rod going down to the local local fishing place and mm -hmm. her fishing uh, pond and or creek or stream. And, uh, yeah, the weekends, me and Dad were in the woods. So from then on, you know, up into my teenage years, I was, I was following him around. Uh, mainly up in Michigan is where I grew up. Uh, moved down to Tennessee and uh, kept, kept, kept with it. Got into in college and ended up getting into wildlife and and just love it so. cool so uh my next question was education so did you uh did you go to college here in tennessee yeah tennessee okay. tech up okay. in cookville cool uh got my wildlife degree there and uh got hired six months out of college which was really lucky for that that's, too yeah that's uh those yeah. are valued positions and hard to get that's that's lucky, lucky most move. guys usually have to wait a while to get in so it was we had a big group and it was able had a lot of positions open so it was we had a little more uh, easier time to get in but we did have we we, we uh, got into there and, and had a good time with that and and ended up like I said being in Polk County first first position awesome awesome mm -hmm. all right well let's move on over to, to John John uh, he's a hunter ed instructor and uh, been with the agency for a long time he's kind of uh, working with the agency for a long time but he's um, kind of you've got this show 
uh, spurred on and had an interest on coming on the show. And I appreciate you, you know, reaching out to us. And uh, but John's been a, a certified instructor since 2000, right? 2000, yes. So um, tell us a bit about your background. How did you get introduced to the outdoors, and what brought you to, to Tennessee and and to become a hunter instructor? Well, I was uh, raised on a dairy farm south of Columbus, Ohio, and my father had one farm about two miles down the road, my uncle's farm. And we had a lot of rabbits, pheasants, and squirrels. So growing up there, uh, you know, off time during the hunting seasons, we were we were out in the fields or the woods. Mm-hmm. I got my first BB gun when I was six, which makes it an antique now. Oh yeah. And I was ten, got my 410 shotgun, and boy, I was I was really kicking along there. And we would go. Uh, my dad, and my uncles, and cousins, we would all go uh, get together and go hunting, and that's how I got started in it. Uh, we moved out of state, uh, kind of got out of the habit of hunting, and got uh, hooked up with the Cleveland Hunting Rifle and Pistol Club there in Cleveland and helped with a hunter ed class. And so I asked the uh, fellows there, what do I need to do to get involved? And so they told me the procedure. You know, I had to go through the, the, uh, the class itself, uh, make an application for certification. Uh, in the year 2000, went to the uh, certification class at Crossful, mm-hmm. and here I am, and I'm pr- proud to say that uh, a couple of years after that, my son was certified. So we were kind of a family tradition. Runs the family, <laughs> but yeah, well, it doesn't run; it kind of gallops. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's been a lot of it's been a lot of fun. My uh, my son has uh, been very very involved in it. Uh, his thing is the uh, chapter five in the manual of the firearms and ammunition. That's his that's his thing. Yeah. So. And I've got some uh, grandkids that are growing up, uh, getting into the outdoors, uh, shooting sports, things like that. So I've got a a real busy and got a lot of responsibility, and uh, it's been a lot of been a lot of fun to watch them grow up and and uh, you know see their see their interest in the in the outdoors. Right. Uh, Real quick, highlight highlight some of the awards. You'd sent me a list, but like 2009, 2014, and and some other recognitions in the hunter ed world. Well, it was like 2007. I actually looked Seven. at actually looked at the plaque. I guess I misread it or something. <laughs> I might not have had my glasses on. Yeah. Uh, 2007. I was honored uh, to uh, have the hunter hunter education instructor of the year by TWRA for Region Three. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the Grand Slam in 2014. Awesome. Um, yeah. I was highly honored. I was Region Three instructor of the year. Uh, instructor of the year for the state of Tennessee and was also honored by the Tennessee Wildlife Federation instructor of the year. That's awesome. That's awesome. We appreciate you doing, you know. Well, it, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. I've got a class coming up, an online class coming up February 16th. So we got everything lined up, ready to go. All right. Awesome. I know Matt appreciates you as well. Eh? Heck yeah. That's what this whole program is run by is guys like the mm-hmm. guys like John and, and, you know, Tennessee has some great volunteers, you know, and right. uh, we, we really, we really wouldn't have a, a, a good of a program if it wasn't for our guys. These are the real Tennessee volunteers. That's yeah. true. That's true. We wear camo, not orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on down the line. Keith, Keith Watson. He's a he's also a hunter instructor, yeah. and a member of the Highland Sportsman's Club here. So tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, uh, good morning. Uh, I was listening to John's story, and uh, I've got to kind of break aside and tell you a quick story. Sure. I, I don't know if I've ever told this story. Uh, in the presence of a wildlife officer or not, but I was probably about five years old. I grew up on a beef farm, and Dad always carried a twenty-two rifle with him. We had a lot of rabid foxes and things like that back in those days, and we jumped a rabbit sometime in the summer, and it jumped up and ran and stopped behind a clump of grass, and he said, do you see it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. 
and he hands me the rifle. <laughs> and the first time I'd ever held this rifle, I guess, I was five or six years old. So I got this rifle, and I'm doing this, and I can't hold it because it's huge, you know, and all that. And I try kneeling down, and I try everything in the world. And Dad looks at me, and I remember this like it was yesterday. He said, do you still see it? Yeah, yeah. I had no idea where that squirrel was <laughs> or that rabbit was. Right. So I closed my eyes and pulled the trigger, and oh my, my dad goes, I'll be doggone, and I killed that rabbit. <laughs> oh, wow. This is the honest truth. Uh, so that was my first experience hunting, you could call that yeah. hunting, and I've been hooked ever since. Uh, you know, and just I love seeing the youth get out and, and mm-hmm. see that first hunting experience and all that. So that's kind of what pulled me into it mm-hmm. uh, later in the years. I started school at Tennessee Tech with Matt. Probably a little bit earlier than you. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and I was a wildlife major, and somewhere after the first year or so, I switched to engineering. I just re- recently retired and wonder if I didn't make a mistake. Should I have stayed in it, you know? So I don't know. It's I always loved the outdoors. Uh, so seven or eight years ago, I became a hunter ed instructor. John was at the class where I was certified, so that's when I first met John. Uh, and the rest is kind of history. I'm a... Uh, uh, 4-H shotgun coach. We started a 4-H team here in Chattanooga a few years ago. I've mm-hmm. kind of turned that over to some of the other guys now. I'm backed away from it. Uh, so I'm, I've enjoyed it. That's awesome. That's great. Um, tell us what about the history of this place while, while we got you uh, talking here. The Highland Sportsman Club, it's, a, it's an awesome uh, awesome area here, an awesome room. It's kind of hidden back in the woods a little bit outside of, outside of Chattanooga. Yeah, it's a shame that we can't pan around and, and show this. <laughs> this well, we've got lot, a few wide yeah. shots. We'll yeah. pan out and see. see well, this, was, uh, this building was built back in the mid-20s, I think. There's something mm-hmm. over the fireplace, 20, 25, 25 yeah. And uh, the Boy Scouts owned it up until sometime in the 60s, and there was a group of guys that got together here in Chattanooga uh, for various reasons. Uh, they called themselves the Highland Sportsmen. And they bought this building and, and the surrounding land and renovated it, and, and it's been here ever since. Mm. Uh, it's a great venue. We've mm-hmm. got about 70 acres here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Highland Sports, we've got about 75 members, I think, at this point. Uh, and and it's hard it. to get in, I, I hear. Well, there's a waiting list. A waiting Always list. a waiting <laughs> list, yeah. yeah. So I was fortunate to get in uh, a few years ago. Um, and we've got quite a history with uh, Hunter Ed in, uh, instruction. Um, I think some of the first instructors with the Hunter Ed program in Tennessee back in the 74-ish, mm-hmm. 75 time yep. frame mm-hmm. uh, were from here. Uh, they've got several that are in the Hunter uh, Education Instructor Hall of Fame, like John. Uh, they did the first uh, CD course here at Highland Sportsman. It's kind of a test case. Okay. And that's developed into the online course that we know today. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. I'm about out of history. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's neat. That's neat to hear hear a little bit about that. And I know Matt was telling me uh, you taught some classes here and had some instruction here and a few stories maybe we won't tell on the air. But <laughs> but uh, uh, there's been a lot of lot of lot of good programs come out of this uh, out of this area right here and these this group of guys, um, you know, Jake's days, uh, youth programs, uh, getting kids involved in in something that they may not. You know, even from being in the Chattanooga area, maybe downtown, you know, they're inner city kids possibly, and they, they don't get this kind of thing like we did. Uh, so they've, they've really opened that up to some of those uh, kids. And I've, I've come here and seen, you know, 150, 200, 300 kids at a, at a Jake's Day and just, just had, yeah. a, had a ball. So it's been, it's been a really good program for that too. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move, let's move on and let's educate the folks watching and listening uh, a little bit about Hunter Education. Um, and start out with with the basics. Um, who how, who's required to have hunter ed? 
Well, anybody that's born at, at, on or after January 1st of 69 has to have hunter education before they can uh, go hunting. And there's a couple different ways of doing it. So when you turn 10 years old, that's when you have to have it. You can actually be certified at 9. So okay. like if you turn 10 during the season, you've already got that certification. But 10 years old is the magic number that you've got to have uh, hunter ed. And there's a couple different ways to do that. We've got a traditional course that we offer, which is about a 10 to 12-hour classroom instruction and then about an hour or two of field uh, with a live fire and testing. Um, uh, we also offer an online, like Keith was talking about, course. Uh, we have two vendors that, uh, that that offer that. It's about $28, $29. So there is a, co a cost to that. There is a little bit of a cost. We don't we don't get any of that money, actually. That's, right. that's just a vendor that takes care of that for us. They do that online portion, print out a voucher that says that they've finished that. Uh, bring that to a field day. They can they, they cannot go to a, the last day of a of a traditional course. They have to go to a, a, a scheduled online field day. Okay. Uh, roughly two to four hours. Get the review, uh, testing, and then also their live fire as well. Uh, there's there's also a couple other things that we do offer. If you're 21 and over, there is a hunter ed field day exemption that they can go through. So they still do an online course. It's a little different than the one that's for the, the younger students mm -hmm. per se. Um, and once they finish that, they fill out an, an exemption form, send that to Nashville with about 12 bucks for processing, and they can get their card within a day or two, sometimes three days. Um, and then lastly, uh, say you've got a kid that you want to take out for hunting one weekend and they, they've never taken hunter ed, they're, they're not into it or whatever. We have a, what we call a hunter ed apprentice license. Okay. Yep. And they can purchase that for that child or that's or that even that adult. Adult. Yeah. It can be anybody really, uh, and they can take them out for the weekend or a couple weekends. It's good for the year. The only kicker is they need to be with somebody that's 21 or over that's either hunter ed a graduate or they're exempt from the from the law, like if they're born before 69. Um, so those are some of the some of the you know ways that you can get hunter education. Of course, on our website, we've got all that information on tnwildlife.org. Uh, and there's also, a, we have an event manager, and you click on it. It'll go and show you all the classes that are available in your in your area within, a I think, a 50-mile radius of your zip code or more, right. essentially. So. Just like Matt was mentioning, our website, tnwildlife.org, uh, click on, on the homepage. There's a hunter ed block. That'll take mm -hmm. you to the page where you can get uh, most of the information or all the information right there, uh, find a course and all that good stuff. All these questions you may have. Mm -hmm. Uh, some of this information he's covered is right there on that page. Um, John, I want to turn over to you right now and, and just tell us about how, say, your hunter ed class would work, a traditional class, because that's, that's what we like for kids and, and adults even to go through, uh, the traditional class. Tell us how, how your class would work if, if they're taking it. Okay, generally the, cl the uh, traditional classes that I do are at First Baptist Church Cleveland. Okay. Uh, Rusty Asbel, our recreation minister, came there at about uh, 2005, and uh, we found out he was, you know, a camo pastor, and so we started working together. Um, we have an excellent facility there as far as the, in, the, the church facility itself. Uh -huh. um, we uh, get with the—he has to get the church calendar, I guess, because we have so many things going on. So we uh, come up with the, with the dates in regards to the classes, either the field day or the traditional class. Uh, entered into the event manager, and, of course, it goes up to Matt to, to be approved. And we uh, then just kind of kind of get everybody lined up. I'm very fortunate that I have a large group of instructors. Um, some of them have been with me since day one, which is, you know, like, say, 2005. I've had a couple new ones come on in the last couple of years. Uh -huh. 
and it's really, really good because having that many, uh, we can rotate a little bit. Uh, some people can, some people can get you know the time off. And uh, I've got a new instructor coming. Well, he's not actually new; he's new to me. Mm-hmm. That is going to be coming on board here in about two weeks. Okay. And so this way, uh, this way we uh, not only have the instructors, we have instructing the students, but we also instruct the instructors too. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So you got a lot of help. We have a lot of help, and uh, some of the some of the instructors are around my age. No comments now. Wise. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, they have their like second and third, even fourth generation hunters. But uh-huh. they have been, you know, from the grandparents, parents, uh, on down the line, and they are in in turn teaching their kids and grandkids how to hunt. So it's been it's been a real good experience. We've had uh, we've had a lot of good experiences, a lot of good uh, good instructors, a lot of good kids that were involved in the classes, uh, very attentive, willing to. The thing that impresses me that are willing to learn, mm-hmm. and they're sitting there. You know, That's what's great. next? Mm-hmm. I know you've told me some things, John. But what are some of the highlights of your some of your classes that you do? I know you've told me some good good things that you guys do actually during class and. And that the kids really in there are involved with and like. Okay, well, one of the, one of the things that uh, that really catches their attention is uh, tree stand safety. Now, Rusty Rusty Asbel does uh, tree stand a lot when his schedule permits, and he will get the volunteers get a couple of, about four of the kids as volunteers to come up to the front, and he'll give them their tree stand harness, their fall restraint system, mm-hmm. and then he'll give it to them and say, "Okay, get ready," and he'll turn the lights out. And, you know, the, the kids are all tangled up and everything. And he says this is to illustrate, you know, of being knowing what your equipment is like, having it because you're going to be putting it on in the dark. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you know exactly how it is. We also uh, have had situations of the live fire exercise. Matt has worked with us tremendously on this. Uh, we've had, the uh, you know, like the 22s at the gun club there in Cleveland. But we've moved to a new facility, and uh, we have an area where we can use pellet guns, mm-hmm. little metallic targets where the kids sure. can hear the ting. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had indoor classes of where we have soft air pellets. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, i got to compliment Matt that I can call him up and say, I need this, I need that. And he's been very helpful in, in getting us the supplies and equipment that we need. That's awesome. Well, we appreciate everything you do in, in helping educate those kids and, and even some of the adults that may come through your classes yeah. well, and it's been an education for me too yeah. <laughs> um, learning. and then you know not only do you instruct kids and, and people who need the hunter ed uh, education uh, you instruct instructors training uh, about five uh, about five years ago i guess randy and matt approached me about i guess it was when we were at henry horton about helping with the uh, certification class and so we've, uh, I've been involved in that either at the Crossville uh, 4-H camp or the uh, one at Greenville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And it's a weekend. We start out on Friday. Um, start in Friday evening, just kind of a fun time. Then Saturday and Sunday is when we get down to business. Mm-hmm. And we have, we have had some outstanding people that have come through the come through the classes. To me, the person that is making the commitment to be a volunteer instructor is willing to put in the time and the efforts to not only being you know go through to be an instructor get their certification but also to pass along that in regards to you know holding classes or assisting with classes mm-hmm. so that tells me that the people are very very dedicated in regards to the hunter education program here in Tennessee exactly the fact that it is volunteer yeah. yes it is 
Um, so we have approximately, and I pulled these stats from the website the other night, but approximately 12,000 or 1,200 statewide, 1,200 instructors, right? Yeah, pretty close. And uh, and they teach approximately 500 classes a year. So we we uh, we offer a lot of opportunity for 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 kids and, and adults to go through the hunter mm -hmm. education. We do our best. That's that's usually the hardest part is scheduling a class when when the students can can make it. Mm -hmm. um, of course, uh, typically our classes are going to be scheduled right before big big game seasons essentially so august september october those months are you need to start looking for classes um that's the normal thing we'll get a call in november saying i need a class today and i'm like you know we've had 50 just a few months ago yeah. so uh, and, and it's tough for anybody you know everybody's schedule is busy and i understand that but we try to schedule in those time th that time of year as well as in the spring right before turkey season so mm -hmm. um you know March, April, those time of months, uh, type of months, we'll have those uh, classes. But at our hunter ed centers, if you're in region one, two, or four, we've got regional hunter ed centers that usually have at least one class a month, uh, whether it be an online class or traditional. So, you know, even if you can't get one in your county or a county over, you can usually drive, you know, a couple mm -hmm. hours to a, to a regional hunter ed center and get a class normally. So keep, keep, yeah. keep that in mind, but always give us a call. If, if uh, you can't find one, we'll try to, we'll try to help you out as much as we can. Yeah. Keep checking that website and, and exactly. punching that zip code in and, and search a little bit outside your radius just to make, you know, there might be one not too far away that you could, you could participate in. Yeah, and right. They we, fill up fast. We have, uh, well, they fill up so fast. What you're talking about, we have had people come to our classes in Cleveland from the Tri-Cities area mm -hmm. and over Brentwood, Franklin area. Yeah. Wow. About three, and a half, three to three-and-a-half-hour drive because everything is full. Well, this is the closest one. Mm -hmm. Yep, yeah. want to get it in. Um, just to make sure I don't miss anything. Uh, one thing I had not jotted down here, and, and it kind of jumps back, but, uh, you know, you uh, – when you complete the class, you get a hunter ed card, and, and a lot of times people lose those or they get torn up or something. How does somebody get a replacement hunter education card? <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty normal right before season starts as well. If you've already had the class, little Johnny or has, has dropped it on the way back home or whatever. So uh, the easiest thing to do would be to give us a call. Make sure that your information is in the system. Uh, I say the system is the, our online system that we use for licensing. Uh, once we make sure that's at, that's in there, you can pretty much go to any online uh get online and buy it or mm -hmm. go to any place that sells hunting and fishing licensing and get you a reprint of that. Uh, I think it's seven, seven dollars. You're right. Cause I wrote uh, that down. Yeah. Seven, seven bucks. It's a type 500. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so Walmart or any of those, like you said, license, uh, where license they sell licenses. We have. Yeah. They'll print you out one and then, then you'll get a hard card in the mail eventually. But that, that should, uh, cover you, uh, mm -hmm. or will cover you until, until you get that card. In the and mail. when we mentioned the website, it's tnwildlife.org and you can click to get there. If you want to go directly to our license selling site, it's gooutdoorstennessee.com. So right. that's the, the closest, uh, easiest way to get there. Um, uh, one other thought before we wrap everything up, um, was, um, Trapper Ed and, and bow, bow hunter Ed. I'm right. sure some of that happens here throughout the year at the Highland Sportsman's Club. But uh, how does um, how does those those programs work? Are those taught by the same instructors? Pretty much. Uh, we, we we use volunteers again. We also have some agency employees that are that are involved in trapping uh, or more into bow hunting. Uh, of course, those aren't required certifications, but they are somewhat of a, a teaching mm -hmm. type uh, class. Uh, you'll learn a little bit more about archery 
you'll still learn about archery and trapping in hunter ed, but not as much as you will in those classes. Uh, there are some states, though, that do uh, require bow hunter ed to, to be able to hunt there if you're going to go archery hunting. So that's the main reason we have those programs. But trapper ed is actually in the last, I'd say, five or six years has become more uh, more, more popular, and, and we've been given quite a bit of classes and, and get it, give, giving the students more, something more to, to work on and something mm-hmm. new to try, essentially. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, I want to. I want uh, John to read a story. He's got a, a story he wants to read and uh, get, uh, fill us in on, and uh, kind of a testimony that that he's run across and with his experiences in Hunter Ed. Uh, anything else you want to add, Keith? Before we get toward the end here and close out, we appreciate you letting us use this place. Well, I sure. appreciate you coming, and uh, uh, glad to be a part of it. Yeah. All right, John. I want you to I want you to read that story and, and uh, okay. This was give us a this was an experience of Rusty Asbel. What I'm going to be reading was part of an article that I'd written for the Ray Review. Okay. Back in December fourth, says Rusty Asbel was in our local Walmart when a lady approached him and asked if he was the camouflage pastor at First Baptist Church. Rusty replied that he was. She said, "You saved my son's life." The woman went on to explain that her son, his father, and grandfather were sneaking along behind a pond dam stalking ducks. A duck jumped up, and the adults told her son to shoot, but he didn't pull the trigger, and the duck flew away. She said her son's father and grandfather were quite upset until her son finally explained that he had mud jammed into the barrel of his shotgun. In his hunter education class, the boy had learned that firing a gun with an obstructed barrel can cause the firearm to literally explode in your hands. If he had shot, the consequences could have been serious or even fatal to the boy and the others. She told Rusty that the class and his emphasis on safety may well have saved the boy's life. It turned out that the boy that had taken the class that I had conducted, he'd listened and learned. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's what my son's. I sent this article to my son, and uh, his answer was, that's why we do it. Yeah, that's right. Hunter education, of course, is a requirement that we, you know, a lot of people say we have to have before we can hunt. But the main reason we do that is to is to bring up safe and responsible hunters for years mm-hmm. to come, and, and hopefully we'll pass on to their their yes. children, grandchildren, mm-hmm. or, or or friends. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys for what you do for the hunter education program, and and uh, we couldn't do it without the the real Tennessee volunteers <laughs> of the state. So uh, it's it's amazing what y'all do and the time and sacrifice that y'all uh, y'all give us. So um, anything else we want to add on on hunter education before we move on? We're about to wrap it up here. Just, I, think uh, I think we've wore it out pretty yeah, much. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a great place to find the class and, and stay connected with us. Um, there's a lot of classes out there, and like you said, those times of the years before the big game seasons are really popular times to take those classes and a uh, good time to, to sign up. So uh, keep coming back. Keep watching Tennessee Wildcast. Uh, we appreciate you. Keep listening. Keep joining us on, on the radio. Um, Real quick, our new app is out. If you want to go check that out, download it at the App Store, Google Play, uh, iTunes Store. Uh, It's got a a lot of great new features. You can check deer in or check turkey in, all your big game offline. You don't have to be connected to the website or to to the Internet. So if you're out in the remote remote areas in the boonies, you know, you can check that animal in and get your confirmation number, and you're good to go. And once it gets signals, things back up. It's a great new feature on the app and uh, a lot of good stuff there. So. Um, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate the Highland Sportsman's Club for letting us be here today. And uh, we are going to roll out here, and we'll see y'all next time on Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.